Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. We're going to have another super practical episode this week as we hear from a lot of you out there in podcast land and even folks that watched live and even folks that just commented on the feed before the show. This show is was was built by you, was inspired by you, was kind of a, a spinoff idea of an episode we did a few weeks ago on packing your preferred kind of park bag. So what you put in your park bag to go to Walt Disney World or the University. Park. So again, it's going to be super practical. There's going to be a lot of information here. I'm talking about an exclusive uh, Real Caribbean promotion as well, as well as kind of giving you all a brief update on some travel plans and what is going on this holiday, this holiday season at the Walt Disney World Resort. So lots going on, lots to cover in this episode. So let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is November the 30th, 2021. And our question of the day is, when packing for a trip, what is your favorite packing hack? Not like hack, like, you know, coughing up a lung hack. I know hack kind of has like a, I don't know, uh, thing with that particular word. But, you know, as, as far as like what you can do to make your trip easier, what can you do to, to make your trip easier uh, along the way? How are there things that you do, best practices that you have as you're packing your bags for a trip to make things easier? We're going to throw some live comments uh, up on the screen as you all share those here uh, tonight. So if you do share them live, uh, would love to be able to share those. Just know that uh, they you will see your name pop up on the screen. So if you don't want your name, first name, last name mentioned, just drop them on my regular news feed. News feed. I will only be using uh, first names only there. So just to let you know, but what is when packing for a trip, what is your favorite packing hack? So that is kind of our focus for tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about the top tips packing for your trip. And you know, not every trip is, is the same. And we'll be getting into some of that. Of course, we're not going to be able to cover every trip in the book, but I will be listing a few questions kind of towards the end to kind of help evaluate. And this seems like a basic thing because like everybody's got to pack, right? But, you know, if you're like me, you're always going to forget something, even list makers always forget something along the way. It's like, did you remember to pack? No, no, it wasn't on the list. No, it wasn't. Or yes, it was. And you forgot to put it in there. So those kinds, of, those kinds of things happen. Hopefully, you know, some of what we share tonight will help you uh, walk through some of those maybe uh, problematic things that you have and maybe think in more detail about your trip and the kind of experience uh, that you want to have. So before we get into the content itself, let's talk a little bit about some Disney news. We are four days into the International Festival of the Holidays at Epcot that began on November the 26th, which is a lot of fun. So the holidays are out in full force at the Walt Disney World Resort right now. Uh, the uh, Very Merry After Hours party is rocking and rolling. Uh, a great, uh, great, great, great show. Uh, the fireworks show that they have, they've kind of tweaked it a little bit. Um, it's, it's sort of the, the classic uh, Very Merry Christmas Party Fireworks show that, you know, Minnie Mouse is the host to it. Uh, and you can go on the YouTubes if you're not able to find it in person, but it is an incredible show. And, and in my opinion, <laughs> that fireworks show that is exclusive for the After Hours, a Very Merry After Hours event is is better than Disney Enchantment right now. Harmonious, the new nighttime spectacular at Epcot is absolutely incredible. Uh, but the the 
special nighttime spectacular, the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom for the very merriest after hours event is absolutely uh, phenomenal. Uh, the, the soundtrack, the scope of the fireworks, projections, uh, all of it. Even without the Castle Dream Lights, it is still a pretty cool show. Also, the holiday season, uh, as I mentioned, is up in full force at Walt Disney World. And so that's not just a, a parks thing. Uh, it is the hotels. It's Disney Springs. It's everything uh, in between. One of my favorite, I was just talking to somebody about this recently, a few days ago. One of my favorite things about uh, the holiday season is all the music that you hear, especially as you're walking up to Disney's Hollywood Studios through this kind of security screening area where the ticket booths are before you go through the touch points, tap your magic band in and go into the park. You're that sort of classic, almost like Rat Pack esque kind of uh swingy swingy christmas music that's a lot of fun and i just i love that so much it's so fun uh, in just about a week and a half i'm gonna have the chance uh to go to the walt disney world resort uh on an agent education program so i will be there in person for uh, a few days kind of reporting live and letting you know all that is going on to better educate myself on the current goings on of the walt disney world resort uh dig into the holiday season there it's my favorite time of the year to go and I'll be representing my travel agency, Travelmation, which is really cool. And, and I'm very blessed to have that uh, opportunity and very thankful for it as well. So excited about being able to do that here in just about a week and a half. And, you know, as I've mentioned a million times before, like if you're sort of newish uh, to Travel Tips Tuesday or you feel like you don't know me that well, the, the holiday season during the Walt Disney World at the Walt Disney World Resort is my favorite time of the year to go down there. It's just so much fun. Like it's got all the, you know, Disney magic and things, but they plus, it's like they plus everything, the food, you know, even some of the attractions, the the hotels, the ambiance, the general sort of cheerful feeling in, in, in yes, it can be busy. Uh, it can be hectic. It can be, uh, it, it can be crazy. It can be super energetic at times, especially as you get kind of that week between Christmas and New Year's on occasion. But uh, it's just such a wonderful place to be. And that's one of the big reasons why, you know, 15 years ago this December, so starting tomorrow, uh, 15 years ago, my wife and I did, decided to take our honeymoon there in December. And it was just a real special place for us. And in two days uh, on December 2nd is actually our 15th wedding anniversary. So that's kind of fun. And we're kind of uh, sort of reliving some of those uh, some of those memories, which is really neat. So, again, it's a really cool time of year to go. If if you have not planned a trip to go this year, uh, definitely think about next year. Go ahead and start doing that. I have folks that I'm talking to right now already already just planned a trip for Thanksgiving week next year for uh, a family that's looking to go down for a bit. So that's pretty exciting. So it's never too early. Uh, speaking of planning trips for people, I have a real quick cruise update. Last week, I had the opportunity to have Dave Adams uh, from the Unrelated at Birth podcast on my show to talk about his recent experience on Royal Caribbean's Odyssey of the Seas. So thank you again to Dave for hopping on and hanging out with us a little bit to talk a little bit about your experience with Royal Caribbean. Uh, it was a great time, great conversation by all. And speaking of Royal Caribbean, I am actually running a new promotion um, exclusive that Royal Caribbean is, is working with me. It's called the Loyal to Royal Program, where any client that of mine that books a Royal Caribbean cruise, a new, so basically a new booking for future travel, basically between now and December 12th. So for future travel, so not like to travel with in those days, but it could be like on into 2023, but it just has to be booked between now and uh, December 12th, uh, you have the opportunity to earn a little bit of extra onboard credit, which is, which is pretty cool. So really excited about that to be able to offer that to uh, my clients for folks that uh, 
book those trips. You know, if you see a great cyber week promotion out there or it's Royal Caribbean's, you know, monthly promotion. And if it's like a non-repondable rate, if it's a, you know, a, other sort of rate that may be out there, there are certain very, very few exceptions where we cannot combine this promotion, but most of the promotions that you see that are out there now, it can be combined with that, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, just, Feel free to shoot me a message if you want to chat about that later, but there's my little shameless plug of a sales pitch. I did mention in the pre-show time that before we kind of get into the content tonight, I want to mention a little bit more about Funding Love. Uh, Funding Love, and I'm kind of wearing their shirt, as you can see, is a 5-0, if you're listening in podcast land, I'm wearing a shirt that says Funding Love on it with their logo. Um, and Funding Love is a 501c3 nonprofit that focuses in on uh, providing experiences, fully funded, all-inclusive style experiences for uh, for adoptive families at Walt Disney World, at the Walt Disney World Resort, to have these amazing, incredible uh, experiences with these VIP-like tour, you know, guides that come alongside of them that have to raise their own funds to go. Uh, sometimes they pay out of their own pocket to walk alongside these families to make sure that they have experiences where they can just bond together and 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 be together. You know, a lot of times adoptive families, it's not just like signing a signing on the dotted line, you move on and you do life together, but sometimes there are, there are struggles. It can be a challenge. It can be super emotional for uh the the families that are adopting in and also for uh the the adoptive, you know, moms that are that are giving up their kids. So it's it's a very kind of multifaceted, very uh emotive situation, but it matters because you know we we want you know kids to know that they are valued, that they are loved, that they are appreciated. And the the mission of funding love is so excellent because they they try to cover all the bases. So these families that go to Walt Disney World are not just like going on a vacation. Yeah. So it's you know one of the best vacation destinations on earth for for families. But so they can go and not have to worry about all, all, all the stuff, right? All the baggage that comes where they can just go there and focus and, and be with each other. So very quickly, I want to share their uh, Facebook um, Facebook fundraising site, if I can pull it up. Occasionally, we'll have uh, some issues, but let's separate that. There we go. All right. So do, 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 do. Love StreamYard. It's, it's great when it... Uh, when it works here, hopefully. Yeah, there we go. All right. So this is um, this is Funding Love's uh, fundraiser page right here. You can see they had an initial goal today of, I think, like, uh, I want to say the goal was like $20,000. They have blown past that. Like, this is how much... Um, how much that uh, people believe in this organization. It is an outstanding organization. I myself gave a little bit. Uh, there are uh, no lot of people that are affiliated with it. They have an incredible mission and vision to serve adoptive families and create these very intentional experiences where they can bond together and, and move forward together as a whole family unit. So very excited to be able to support them. So if you have not donated today, if you want to give towards something on Giving Tuesday, highly recommend Funding Love. There's a lot of great other great organizations that are out there uh, that could definitely use your support as well. So, you know, whether it's $5 or $20, whatever the case is, uh, you know, find an organization before the day's in the next few hours and give to them. Uh, Facebook eats all the fees for this. So that's one of the ways that, one of the reasons why I'm putting it up here, you can go to their website and find out more about them if you want. Um, but Facebook, you, you know, takes up all the processing fees. So, you know, 100% of those donations uh, go straight towards the organizations that, um, that you're don donating to, which is, which is pretty cool stuff. So, uh, as we move forward today, let me pop open a couple of windows here and kind of rearrange things. So 
There we go. All right. So thank you for bearing with me as we kind of play along here because uh, I'm rearranging some stuff for the rest of the show. All right. Cool stuff. Here we go. So again, I, I mentioned that tonight's uh, conversation was all about top tips. I have this kind of ongoing perpetual little series that I do called top tips uh, as we move forward. And we've covered a number of different things along the way. And this is just generally about packing for a trip, packing for a trip, not any, you know, trip necessarily though most people kind of listening and viewing may be thinking about you know say walt disney world or universal or the the other you know family vacation destination you know experiences but i'm going to pop the uh question of the day back up here because this particular show is going to be very reliant upon uh your responses and would love for you to drop those in the comments and would love to be able to share those with others. So when packing for a trip, what is your favorite packing hack? What do you do to make things easier so it's easier to go down there and come back? Because I, I find that sometimes some of the things we do are, are very easy on the, on the packing end. But sometimes some of the habits we have can make things a little bit more complicated on, on the way back. And I'm going to address some of those things, some of those things along the way as we kind of get into uh, the content tonight. I also have a few questions that kind of help us evaluate uh, where where we're going. And, and this particular topic came about as sort of a, a sort of a, a, a bunny rabbit rabbit trail, whatever we're going to call it, that that I'm chasing from a show we did a few weeks ago on packing your your perfect park bag. Right. So this is kind of taking that sort of back a step to when you're preparing to go on your trip uh, in the first place. So when packing for a trip, what is your favorite packing hack tonight? Top tips packing for your trip. Getting a lot of great responses in here. Thank you, everybody. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, David Dollar says, ha, no idea you were in the show. Uh, LOL. So, yeah, I think he's talking about my wife. who's probably going to be coming back. Um, to uh to, to join us here fun 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 um <laughs> so a lot of fun a lot of fun fun okay cool stuff all right so let's get into it shall we here we go so a few questions to ask i'm going to mention a couple of these up front do you have any specific medical needs so this is one that is probably more important than anything else so do you have any specific medical needs the reason why i ask this are there specific medications you will need or do you have specifically specific mobility limitations that uh will will allow you to encounter your experience at whatever the destination is maybe in a slightly different way not necessarily you know, negatively per se, but are there accommodations that will need to be made? Uh, those kinds of things to, are helpful to think about advanced because, you know, maybe you need to order more prescription medication, make sure your refills are up to date, or, you know, make sure you check with your doctor before, you know, you fly, you know, those, those sorts of things. So just real basic stuff to think about. And when you are packing, and if you do have medications that you are traveling with, whatever it is, if it's like a serious life-saving kind of thing, if it's just like a daily dose sort of thing, you know, whatever it may be, I would highly recommend to pack those medications, not in your check bag, but in your carry-on. Maybe you have a little bit in both places in case one of the other bags get lost. I mean, you never know, but just, just, do that. It'll make things a lot simpler. You know, there are pharmacies at certain destinations where you can get these, get things from, but occasionally it can be more difficult uh, to, to find medications on site uh, if you happen to lose those or, you know, forget to pack them, those kinds of things. So 
just something to kind of kind of throw out there. Also, the size of your group. The size of your group will definitely determine how you pack. So when I'm traveling with my with my family, uh, like for example, we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, up in the Smokies for Thanksgiving. I try typically to pack as light as possible. Uh, I might pack, you know, one, you know, a half, like a little, maybe one extra outfit for an extra day, just in case maybe it rains, clothes get wet, whatever the case is. Uh, but that's about it. Like I, I might bring one, maybe two pair of shoes uh, and then just all the, you know, toiletries and personal items and stuff like that. But I try not to overpack because, well, you know, we got four kids and, uh, and it's not just their clothes. It's not just the suitcases, but it's all the other stuff <laughs> that we got to bring, bring with us. In in this particular circumstance, uh, when we went to Gatlinburg for Thanksgiving, we were going to stay in a condo that had a full kitchen where we were cooking for ourselves, uh, cooking our Thanksgiving meal. Some of the food was already prepped, but uh, bringing a lot of groceries with us. So the liar that we could pack on some ends would definitely save us on, uh, on the other end. So you also got to think about that whatever you pack, be it in a suitcase, uh, if it's a roller bag, a duffel backpack, whatever it is, you are going to be responsible for. You're going to be responsible for toting those things around. Now, I've led a few group trips in my day, and I have made people <laughs> repack on the curb just because of space, because especially if you're going on a road trip with lots of people, space is very limited. I mean, and and you don't, you want to make sure that everybody has, that there's enough room for, you know, at least one bag for everybody's stuff. Like if this makes sense. So, you know, if there's that one person that's bringing four suitcases uh, worth of whatever, you know, that's, that's not okay. So you got to think about those things in advance, especially when you're traveling with larger groups of people, uh, it's helpful. So the, the least amount of stuff you travel with, the less likely it is to, that, that you will lose something. Hopefully and that's just kind of me. I mean, that's just sort of an isolated uh, for instance, uh, if you will, if you will. So Ian says, uh, trying to get medication while you're on the road is a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah, it can be a little bit. There are some, um, there are some uh, locations that uh, it is easier to get medications. There are some countries that you can go to that do, do not require prescriptions for uh, for pharmacies. So, yeah, that's one thing to think about. I've been to some of those countries before, but you know, the sourcing of those medications is another thing to consider. Uh, the manufacturers and, and those sorts of things. So it's just a lot easier to carry uh, extra with you just, just in case. Um, Suzanne says, great organization. I worked in child welfare for almost 30 years and know how stressful adoption can be. Talking about funding love. Suzanne, you're absolutely right. 100%. Uh, let's talk a few top tips here from our buddy Chris Perrin. Uh, he says, list to create a packing list the night before. I think I checked off the items off the list. Not cross it off. And when I'm done packing, I pack the list in the hotel. When I pack to come home, he crosses off each item. So that's a, that's a pretty cool tip. So some people just have checklists that go off uh, and, you know, to kind of get everything together, but you don't necessarily go back over it when you're on the road home. Uh, I, I like to do a post trip kind of end of trip sort of check like i'm checking under the beds and the drawer even if i don't unpack my suitcase or nobody does I'll always check the doors just in case again especially if you got kids with little hands are going to be like putting stuff everywhere so you check under the beds pull back the sheets you know pull everything off the bed put it back on the bed just check any sort of nook and cranny around to make sure you don't forget anything and that there are no surprises 
uh, hiding along the way. Uh, so, but lists are lists uh, can definitely help. Can definitely help for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Suzanne says, "Yeah, shoes are my weakness. So, yeah, shoes can be like uh, you know, I get it, especially if you're traveling. There are going to be some formal affairs or you know what have you. There's going to be opportunities for different shoe wears. Like when I'm going to like Disney, I basically got one, maybe two pairs of shoes to bring. I wear my Chaco sandals because they're so comfortable. Uh, they do pretty well on my feet all day in the parks." If it rains, they dry out pretty quickly. And then also bring my running shoes just in case I have an opportunity to do so. So he, Chris says, shoes take up space. Black tennis shoes are all purpose and look like dress shoes <laughs> in dark light for sure. Uh, Tani says, uh, same, also earrings, but now I limit myself to one pair <laughs> of each. So lots of conversation going on in the comments. It's really, really, really good stuff, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, for commenting along the way tonight. So let's go back to uh, the kind of the, the pre-show uh, news feed when I posted this question uh, earlier this evening. would love to address some of the some of the comments where people are kind of sharing their favorite travel hacks. Uh, Jason says packing daily outfits together. So that can be helpful, especially if you have like an early morning and you're kind of stumbling around trying to figure out like, what, okay, what am I going to wear or whatever? It's, it's all right there. You just grab your things. You don't have to sort through your bag to look for it, especially if you're living out of your suitcase. It can be helpful if you're not unpacking everything. Everything's kind of like already there in one spot. Uh, Kimberly says packing cubes are your friend, as are Ziploc baggies. I pack outfits in each baggie, and then in the packing cube, always bring pumps over for the bathroom. So Ziploc bags have, and, and lots of people on the pre-show feed commented uh, on, on this as a packing tip. And Ziploc bags are two things like that, that should be in everybody's bag. Like I, I don't, I don't care who you are. Uh, quote Larry, the cable guy. I don't care who you are. Um, there are two things. One of them are Ziploc bags. Those things have so many. And I don't, I'm not talking like the little tiny, like cheap sandwich bags. I'm talking about the big, like gallon, the heavier duty Ziploc freezer bags. And, and some people like the ones with a little Ziploc, you know, little locking little thing that you zip. Some of them like the ones that you just peel. I don't really like the one with little red, little, kind of closer zipper thingy because those kind of come off sometimes. Um, but I like the other style personally. That's just me. Um, they're great. You can use those to kind of roll the air out of things to conserve space. Uh, sometimes if you have soiled clothes, especially if you've got young kids and that's a concern, uh, you can use them for that. You can use them for, um, you know, putting your, uh, toiletries in. So you, you're packing a carry on and you've got your, you know, one quart clear, uh, zip top bag that you can bring with your toiletries in it. Uh, so, you know, those sorts of things, there's a number of different things that you can use Ziploc bags for, uh, that are, that are super helpful. You know, things that may leak just in case you can put them in that, um, souvenirs that you're bringing home. I don't know, just stuff you want to keep separate, uh, that you're worried about. Uh, also the second thing are going to be, is a Sharpie, just a simple permanent marker Sharpie. So you can, well, label those Ziploc bags if you need to. And Sharpies just have a number of different uses along the way. So that's just kind of my uh, my little sort of travel hack top tip there. Uh, Ashley also agrees with packing cubes. I've never used packing cubes. I kind of know what they are. They kind of help you organize uh, with your with your packing along the way. Uh, she says, Ashley also says, I pack my diffuser and diffuse a uh, few different um, few different kind of uh, essential oils. For kind of to, to help with the room, because you know, sometimes you go into a hotel room or a place that's not your home and it might have a little stank to it. <laughs> it may not necessarily be bad, but sometimes those can kind of you know help 
help you have a more pleasant experience. And we do that as well. Uh, we'd like to diffuse lav- lavender oil um, and on guard, which I think is a which I think is a DoTerra product. Shout out to the fine folks at DoTerra. Uh, Ian says access to laundry services on the other end for longer trips. So uh, this is huge. So uh, if you're traveling for a long period of time, I would say long period of time could be classified as anywhere from five to seven days or longer. Uh, Make sure you know what the laundry situation is. Uh, If you're staying in, say, a DVC resort at Walt Disney World, you actually get complimentary access to laundry facilities. If you are in a one-bedroom villa or two or one of the three-bedroom Grand Villas, you'll actually have laundry facilities, washer and dryer in your unit. If you're in a deluxe studio uh, situation in a DVC resort, you'll still have access to uh, laundry complimentary uh, on site at those resorts. But for other resort guests, there are uh, pay, you know, per use coin laundries at the at the value resorts, the moderates, and also at the regular deluxe resorts as well that are available for you uh, at Walt Disney World specifically. And a lot of other hotels, you're going to be able to find laundry facilities as well. So if you're going to be there for a while, uh, that's just a good idea to know what that is and can help you pack lights. So you're not packing too much stuff. You're not maybe not packing a week's worth of clothes. Maybe you're just packing half a week plus an extra outfit just in case. So if you're going to be swimming a lot, hanging out at the beach a lot, you know, means you don't have to bring four different, you know, swimsuits. You can maybe just bring one, maybe two and, you know, wash it every day or so uh, just to, just to, you know, just to have that. And a lot of these locations will have things like dryer sheets and different types of detergent. Uh, if you do need a hypo hypoallergenic detergent, uh, I suggest to bring that with you if you are able uh, to check that uh, with you and bring that along the way. Jennifer says, when the kids were little, I put their outfits, socks, underwear, shirt, pants, and a gallon Ziploc, easy to pack and easy to grab, all you need for the day. Yeah, if you've got a lot of kids, uh, it can be easier if you're trying to pack everything in one big bag, which we you know used to do uh, a few kids ago with our family. We try to put everything in one big bag uh, to put it in one place so you know whose stuff was in what. That can definitely Definitely be helpful. Steve says, let Sherry do it. Sherry's his wife. Uh, she gets it right. So if you have somebody that loves packing, uh, my wife loves packing. She loves, well, she may not know the actual act of packing, but loves the list making uh, side of it. And you know somebody in your family that does it well with that, let them take ownership of it. Uh, my thing is like, I like to pack the actual vehicle itself. So when we're going somewhere, uh, you know, I like to have all the bags out and lined up, make sure all the big suitcases are in the car for air so we kind of fit everything together. Uh, like, like a big old game of Tetris to squeeze everybody in the car. So it's a lot of fun. Amanda says packing cubes and like Ziploc compression bags. Uh, if I'm going somewhere cold, those compression bags, not just like the little gallon size bags, but they make some bigger ones uh, for, things as big as like even pillows and uh, some bedding and stuff like that. But they do make uh, ones that are kind of in between size for packing in suitcases uh, where you can sort of roll the air out of them and compress them down uh, to suck all the air out. So a lot of like winter wear. So winter jackets, um, ski bibs, you know, it's kind of ski overalls, uh, snow pants, stuff like that. If you're going skiing can be really bulky and take up a lot of space. Those compression bags are huge and can save you uh, a, a little bit of a headache. And Jen says, I was waiting for this to come along. Uh, the Marie Kondo style of folding. So, you know, does it spark joy for you? No, she has a very specific way of, of folding clothes that can help uh, take up less space and can actually help you along the way. So, uh, 
on that note, I'm actually kind of weird. So, I mean, not just generally speaking, but when I pack to go home, uh, I like to actually fold my dirty clothes. And sometimes people are like, well, why are you doing that? And if I'm like hanging out with somebody I don't normally hang out with or on a trip with somebody I don't normally with, well, that actually helps conserve space. Like if you're going to somewhere that you're planning on, um, you know, buying some souvenirs and bringing some stuff back home with you, you want to make sure that you're going to have enough space. Some people flat pack a duffel, uh, in their bag. I've done that before a flat pack a duffel inside my suitcase. Some people have one of those expanding suitcases. I have one of those, uh, and you know, you may kind of make sure you leave a little bit of room. Again, I like to, uh, flat pack a duffel sometimes, or, or maybe a backpack to take into the parks. It's not, you know, fully loaded. And then uh, when when I'm packing to go home, I fold everything so I have enough spare room for maybe a T-shirt or two or whatever, you know, tchotchkes I'm picking up in the park for the family. Here's some other things to ask when you are packing along the way. Uh, what are the ages of your kids? And if you do have a family uh, with young children, you know, you're taking diapers, you're taking wipes, you might be taking formula, you might be taking uh, other sorts of feeding equipment and different things and ice packs and coolers and uh, pack and plays and uh, strollers and exercise toys and toys, bag of toys and books and puzzle. You feel like you've got to take so much stuff because, you know, you want your kids to be occupied. You want to have something that they can do so you can retain some sort of semblance of your own, you know, sanity. But at the same time, you want to, you don't want to pack so much stuff that you're just like feeling like you've got a lot of house and home everywhere with you. So traveling with uh, a large family can be a challenge, not necessarily impossible, uh, but uh, there, there are ways to do it to kind of help you along the way. So just thinking about the ages of your kids, you know, are they teens, are they older? Um, helping them learn how to pack, especially as they get older, as they feel like they've got to bring all their stuff uh, with them on the way they don't necessarily have to do that a lot of times like in car trips they really feel like they have to right but um not necessarily the case all the time all the time so let's pop back to our comments real quickly haven't done that in a little bit um so my wife comments along the way i've never been there when it's that bad i struggle with big crowds our anniversary is a good time to go since it's between two major holidays the closer to Christmas Day, the crazier it gets. Talking about Walt Disney World, Christmas Day is typically the busiest day of the year. You are 100% right on that, talking about Walt Disney World. Um, so <laughs> so my wife says, yeah, I hate packing, uh, but she's definitely uh, a list maker for sure. That's one thing that she's helped me with. I'm not quite like uh, a super like list uh, lover, as it will, but... Um, they can be they can be helpful from from time to time. Ian says, "Here's a trick with the expandable carry-ons. If you don't have anything delicate or crushable, you can expand the bag, fill it up, and then zip it back down um, into the into the unexpanding configuring. Uh, leverage the bag to squeeze out all the air. Lists are life. Thank you, Chris. Lists are life. Appreciate that." Um, <laughs> some people love lists. Uh, they can be definitely be helpful. I've got, you know, a journal somewhere around here that I use a little bullet journal and lists are definitely helpful to kind of keep, keep you organized along the way. I used to be more, way more spontaneous. Like I can remember everything up here, but, uh, as life gets busier and you take on more, it just lists can be definitely helpful. Let's go back to our responses from earlier. We, uh, <laughs> we left off with a good old Marie Kondo folding earlier. Uh, 
Angel says uh, trash bags to use as dirty hampers. This is absolutely true. So kitchen trash bags are great to bring along the way. You can bring them with you. They don't take up a lot of space. Uh, they're also great to have in case you have wet clothes that you have to bring home with you. Just don't forget to take those wet clothes back out of your bag when you get home because you know, that can be problematic. That's happened may have happened before um, to us, but they can be helpful as dirty hampers when you're there on your trip. Uh, as well. And again, they don't take up a lot of space. They're super light. Uh, Beth says packing cubes in a backpack. Mentioned the backpack earlier. I've got one. You may have seen it before. I've shown it to general this show. I've got it somewhere here uh, in the office. It's just a real simple uh, shoulder bag that I take into the parks. It's got enough room for a water bottle and a few other things inside it. Super lightweight, so it doesn't really weigh it down, but it packs really flat and really, really well. So some people like me, I like to travel with my laptop. So I've got my computer bag, but I'm not going to take that into the parks with me because it you know weighs so much. It's got my computer and you know other stuff in it. So I take an extra bag that doesn't take up a lot of space that I can take into the parks. It's a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more friendly. If you're going on a hiking trip somewhere, you know, those are things to think about as well. Do you need a day pack in addition to whatever other backpack that you may have with you? So some larger backpacks have day, day, day packs that zip off of them, which is, you know, kind of cool. Um, Alicia says packing light. I love this packing light. Uh, there's a target group. If there's a target grocery store close by, maybe even a Walmart. Uh, they, buy, they buy groceries once they get there. So my friend Alicia is a DPC member. So when they go to Walt Disney World, uh, they're going to be doing a lot of that themselves. That's another hack as well that my family did on our last trip to Walt Disney World together uh, this January of 2021. So, you know, 11, 10, 11 months ago, uh, we they basically online grocery delivery. We call, you know, dialed up Instacart on the app and had them deliver some groceries for us for breakfast, which was huge and a big help. And nowadays you can get places like uh, Instacart to uh, and shipped. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, a lot of other services out there that will deliver these products to you on site on the resort. If you plan on doing that though, you may just want to check the policies at the individual resorts saying, Hey, what do I do if I'm getting something delivered? Just go to the front desk or bell services and ask them because the policies may differ slightly from resort to resort. If you're at Disney or universal, you know, depending on what the situation may be there, uh, but also from hotel to hotel as well. So just check in with them to see what you need to do. If you're planning on getting groceries delivered, if you are going to have a car, yes, there are Walmarts and targets and public grocery stores, a plenty close by that you can drive to off property uh, to definitely get what you need. So uh, more often than not, like if I'm going with a group of uh, teenagers somewhere, so in my, uh, in one of my other jobs, I work a lot with teenagers. And if I go with them somewhere, typically the first day we get to a destination on a multi-night trip, uh, we're, we're having to do like a late night Walmart run uh, and like pick up, like somebody forgot a pillow or a toothbrush or a hairbrush or, you know, whatever, buying snacks for everybody. So we don't have kids wandering away, you know, in the middle of the day, uh, trying to cross a dangerous intersection or, or just blowing money on snacks the whole time. So uh, lots of different things to think about uh, technically to kind of help your, your trip move along smoothly and uh, buying groceries, you know, knowing where that target is, knowing where that Walmart is just in case can be, can be helpful. And even if you don't have a car, you know, a quick Uber right away can uh, definitely get you what you need just in case. Uh, Walgreens also, by the way, so like Walgreens, um, CVS, places like that, uh, pharmacies, a lot of times we'll have some of those smaller items uh, as well. And, and Disney does have some things on property at some of their little kind of convenience stores uh, that they have in some of the hotels, gift shops or you know, whatever we want to call them. But uh, those prices are often pretty inflated. So if you if you do find yourself in need of several things, it's a good idea to kind of dial up one of those services and see if you can get them delivered to you. 
uh, for you know pretty much close to regular cost. Uh, so you also want to think about, in addition to ages of your kids, your uh, the, the type of destination you're having, the length of your trip as well. We talked about that related to laundry, the type of destination. So are you going skiing? Are you going to have this big bulky clothes? Are you going to the beach? Um, are you going to need to pack a swimsuit or two? Are you going to be packing lighter weight? Do you need sandals, You know, sunscreen, those sorts of things? Uh, can't fly with you know big bottles of stuff in your, care, in your uh, check baggage. So you know, think about those kinds of things. Uh, as well as your is your packing along the way because it happens like we forget you know you can't take a big bottle of you know a, a liquid through uh through tsa security um other types of destinations so you go into the mountains are you traveling internationally so that's a big one right are you traveling internationally check that passport check that passport to make sure it is in date and not just in date but to make sure that it is going to be valid at least six months beyond your return because most countries that you travel to internationally will want to see that to make sure your palette your passport is valid at least six months past your uh, arrival date back home think about the type of bag that you're gonna need uh do you like to travel with a duffel a roller bag uh you know a soft or hard shell a backpack you know, purses, handbags, those kinds of things. What's going to be most practical for you on that trip? That big giant handbag that you're used to toting around town may not necessarily be the thing you need when you're going on vacation. Uh, if you can figure out a way to pack light, uh, you will have a much more pleasurable experience along the way and not having to look around your stuff. I, you know, I used to be the guy that went into the Disney parks and my wife, if she's still watching, can uh, attest to this. That had a sling bag, um, photo like backpack with my digital slr camera i carried like three lenses the camera body uh, a, a flash um in external battery grip that carried a couple of extra batteries you can have some extra use bunch of memory cards chargers all those things i would carry that in the park with a monopod attached to the side of it thing probably weighed like 20 pounds and i'm so glad like i don't have to carry that anymore um, you know, I can go into the park bag free now if, if I wanted to and not have to worry about much. I might have my USB kind of portable battery charger for my phone, maybe a charging cable, maybe water bottle. But that's, you know, I can get along with most of that. I've got some other stuff that I bring with me occasionally. But if you can pack light, it just makes life so much easier. If you can go with no bags, there's a no bag security line that you can go through. So yay for that. Uh, so it can just make things a little bit simpler if you're able to do that at Disney. But thinking about your destination, thinking about the types of bags you need is huge. Uh, the size of your family, uh, the size of your group, and then also the purpose of your trip. So why are you going? Are you going because you're gonna you're planning on kicking back, relaxing, wanting and dining? You know, is it going to be you know full of uh, ornaments? Are you going on your honeymoon? Are you going to be dressing up every night? you know, to, to go out to a fancy dinner, or you can be in the park, you can be hot and sweaty all day. And you want to wear comfortable clothes the whole time. You're not going to be worried about impressing anybody necessarily. Right. So you want to dress practically. Uh, you want to take care of your feet regardless of where you go. Uh, in, in my opinion. So, you know, I would say definitely think about that uh, as far as proper footwear. If you're going to be in the park, if you're going hiking, if you are going to something that's more formal or a business venture, Always, always, always take care of your feet. Uh, the purpose of your trip matters. You know, I know a lot of people, and I've done this before, been on mission trips. So be intentional about that, uh, about what you're bringing with you. If you're going on something where you're going to be giving a lot of time and serving somewhere. Uh, so that's pretty huge as well. So there are a lot of great uh, comments along the way. I'm going to pull up a couple of more from uh, the feed earlier. And thank you to everybody. <laughs> Sorry, my wife says, monopod. So there used to be a song between... Um, my wife says still here, live here, by the way. Hi, how you doing? Um, 
my wife says monopod. So there's a story that goes along with that between uh, my wife and I, one of our, uh, one of our good friends, uh, this, <laughs> he used to have this modified. I've still got the garage somewhere. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of other, uh, helpful tips that we can have along the way. Uh, hope says, uh, quart size Ziploc bags for everything, snacks, wet toiletries on the way home, cell phones on water rides. But I do want to say this though, that, um, Ziploc bags, so phone, cell phones are a lot more waterproof than they used to be. They're still not hundred percent waterproof. They're more like water resistant, uh, I guess, but they're a lot better than they used to be. But uh, Ziploc bags can be helpful, but not all of them are watertight. And I know this from personal experience, from having a cell phone that was in the Ziploc bag that got wet and the phone was like, you know, dead, basically. Like I had to pay to replace my phone. So you could do that. It does help in some circumstances, but um, just, you know, make sure that it's it's super tight. And there are some specific uh, watertight bags you can buy that are designed specifically for cell phones that are Ziploc, you know, like. Um, so sticky napkins, um, also wet wipe, wet wipes, wet wipes, like baby wipes, wet wipes, the antibacterial wet wipes, or like a pack of baby wipes. Those are another thing that come in, come in handy, not just... Not just when you're cleaning up a, a, a dirty diaper, for sure. They have just a number of different uses uh, for them. When Kent loses a tooth at Disney on a ride, so yeah, that can happen. Um, the list is endless, but never leave home without a full box of Ziplocs for Disney. 100% yes. Uh, Ian says, if you plan on buying merch, bring stuff that you can throw out, thereby creating more luggage space, or commit to bringing an empty bag for your purchases. Alternately, commit to shipping some stuff home. That's definitely a huge tip. You can ship stuff home from Disney. That's definitely an option. Uh, the cast members don't actually tell you that uh, all the time, but that is definitely an option for you. Uh, if it's going to cost about as much as checking an extra bag, it's definitely something to think about. So some people you know, go on these trips and they end up buying an extra bag or they'll flat pack a duffel like I have. And, you know, some there are limits to those bags unless you're, you know, flying, say, southwest and you can check two bags for free. Some people don't like checking bags anyway because of the risk of, you know, having your luggage lost, which happened to me on a recent trip when I went out to Disneyland, my luggage got lost and, you know, I got it a couple of days later, no harm, no foul, but uh, that was related to some flight delays. And that was a pretty exciting uh, experience in and of itself. Carrie says dry erase markers on the kid's bathroom mirror, uh, wipe away as they gather. Yeah, that's actually a pretty solid tip. So dry erase markers um, are, can be super helpful uh, as well. Uh, Ian says, again, I have a digital checklist of everything I take so that I can account for them coming back as a frequent traveler, which he does travel quite frequently. It also makes sense to uh, copy the notes and tweak them for the next trip. Saves having to rethink everything for each trip. So that's actually huge. A great point. So if you have uh, a notes app like Evernote or like the Apple Notes app or even just a, a, a Google Doc that you can update like with a checklist, make, if you're going back to the same def destination over and over again, or if it's the same, like similar style of trip, make notes on like what you do, because you, you know, there's, there's always that moment where you get to a place and you're like, I wish I had blah, blah, blah. Or I forgot, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Um, or maybe you just think of something where you're like, well, I brought this particular thing and didn't end up using it. I mean, there are some things that you need always just in case of emergency, right? That's why we started off talking about the medical things. But there are other things that maybe you brought four extra outfits and you didn't touch a single one of them. You know, definitely maybe you'd still bring one, but or you brought a suitcase load of shoes and you only ended up wearing a couple of pair. You know, those sorts of things can 
just it can help take the edge off of your trip. I mean, one of my goals as a as a travel professional, as a, as a travel planner, advisor, agent, uh, etc., is to help lessen the hassle of vacation planning. Uh, but I also want to make sure the actual experience for you is is hassle free as well. That's just one of those little little details to to think about. Levi says, I take nearly the exact same thing on every work trip unless I can sneak in a hike. Then I have a few more items to pack. I hear you. I hear you. Susan says, I pack some type of bags, plastic, cloth, etc., to separate dirty laundry. When we get home, uh, it's ready to go straight into the washer. So I mentioned earlier that I do fold my dirty laundry um, when, uh, when I go back home. Now I'm not like a crazy person. And if I have dirty laundry touching like clean stuff, like I pretty much dump everything into the, uh, in, in, into the washer, into the hampers when we get home, just because, you know, it's been in one spot, you've been traveling, you know, you want to make sure everything's, everything's clean when, when you get back. So Ian, another comment from Ian, Ian's been, uh, super helpful tonight. Thank you, Ian, for, uh, your feedback. He says, talking about what you wear, uh, layers for modularity and looks and also to make it easier to regulate how warm you are in the wildly varying temperatures. So this is huge and this is super practical in a number of different ways for a number of different places you can travel, especially this time of year that, that we're in right now, really like the sort of October to November-ish, maybe early December timeframe. A lot of places that you travel, especially in the southern United States where we are, the, the temperatures are all over the place. Like today, it got it was pushing 70 almost, whereas like yesterday you woke up and there was frost on the ground. So you, you never know sometimes a year what the temperature is going to be like. Case in point, the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend is typically held the first full weekend in January every year in, in Central Florida uh, at Walt Disney World. And those temperatures, the starting day, have been anywhere from cold and rainy, like in the 40s, uh, to, to the last time they ran it live in person in 2019. Uh, the, the temperatures were way high. They had to shut off part of the race course, uh, you know, partway through the race and end up calling the race early. So uh, you know, there, there are all sorts of different situations. And one of the biggest pieces of advice is that are advices advice uh, that's out there for uh, you know, a lot of run Disney per participants for a lot of these larger races. So like the half marathon and marathons is to dress in layers, wear clothes that you can discard. And a lot of those clothes that are discarded at these races are actually donated. So when you do that, just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, so, you know, people wearing long sleeve shirts and, you know, dressing in layers and that kind of thing can be helpful. And, you know, there, <laughs> there are those people that will wear a ridiculous amount of layers. So, you know, to kind of save on baggage fees and, you know, those kinds of things. So if that's you, you know, go you. Uh, Jen says, I always wear jeans and a hoodie when flying that way. If I need a hoodie, I have one. Yeah. You know, I hear you. It, it kind of can always get chilly on planes. I've been on planes a few times when it's been really warm and you're like, is the air working? You know, you're at 30 something thousand feet and it's freezing cold outside the plane. Uh, I'm glad you're inside the plane. Um, uh, but <laughs> you know, it can, it can get warm and toasty in planes sometimes too. And, uh, wearing layers can, um, be helpful. Yeah, DVC members have tricks for storing stuff at Walt Disney World. Uh, so for sure, um, my friend Terry Weaver that we've mentioned before and is a mutual friend of Ian and myself, uh, he did a recent episode of his Top of the World podcast with uh, Dave Adams, who was on our show last week. 
talking about Terry's recent conference, the thing, and one of the things that, that, that Terry does when he, when he leads this conference and even for other visits down there is he has uh, a locker, a storage unit where he stores things like blankets and pillows and some other, other amenities and things to kind of maybe help it feel more like home. So if you are a DVC owner, which is kind of the Disney version of a timeshare, um, though it doesn't act, operate exactly in the same way, um, you know, it's good to have stuff close by. Maybe you can split a locker with some people that are friends, you know, those sorts of things can be, uh, can be helpful. Uh, so you can store things like, you know, lotions, non-perishable snacks, you know, bottled water, flip-flops, uh, if you're going there frequently. So, uh, not so for, you know, applicable for other destinations, but can be helpful if it's a place like Disney, maybe that you're going back to, uh, on, on occasion. So cool stuff. Well, y'all, this has been a lot, uh, a lot of great conversation tonight. And, you know, I really appreciate uh, everybody's input uh, this evening. This has been a great show uh, so far. We've been going for uh, a little while now, so I think it's time to wrap up. Um, if you're planning a trip, I uh, would love to chat with you about that. If you're thinking about something in 2022 uh, or maybe the end of the year, it's not too late to plan an end of the year um, trip somewhere. Uh, we'd love to chat with you. As always, I do not charge any extra planning fees. Don't forget about that Royal Caribbean promotion that I mentioned earlier that will be ending December 12th. Uh, if you have questions about that uh, with the free onboard credit, credit offer, uh, would love to chat with you more. So thank you to everybody, to Ian, to Jen, to my wife, to uh, Hope, to all my travel nation friends, even to, to, to Chris and others that popped on tonight to uh, offer some uh, great tips uh, along the way. Cause you know, we all travel for different reasons. We all have different traveling needs, be it for pleasure uh, or uh, for, you know, personal family reasons. And there are all sorts of amazing destinations out there to see, to make some incredible memories along the way. So thank you all again so much for joining me for another really fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. Can't wait to see you all again next week and we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.